Uh, uh, I'm going to say I'm real loaded down tonight with the with the scripture as far as it being heavy. Got, got something, maybe we'll just read it and, and maybe that'll be it. But uh, over in Proverbs, uh, uh, 23rd chapter, and uh, like I say, just, just maybe just a couple of thoughts and and that's, that's all we've got. Could, could never really get a hold of nothing where the Lord, uh, besides other than this, that, that the Lord might want us to read tonight. But uh, we'll try to mind Him. And I'm sure this is probably familiar. There's a whole lot of things in this 23rd chapter uh, that, 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 that brings a lot of uh, understanding to a few things. Uh, but but I won't read maybe uh, as of as of right now in about the seventeenth uh, verse before we'll start reading the uh, twenty third chapter of Proverbs. He said, "Let not thine heart envy sinners, but be thou in fear of the Lord all the day, for surely there is an end, and thine expectation shall not be cut off." and I, I, I thought as we was reading this scripture and thinking on it just a little bit uh, in, 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 in this chapter, thinking about, the Bible says on back in another uh, verse in Proverbs, it says the way of a transgressor's heart. Yeah. A lawbreaker, someone that goes against what God says is the truth. Somebody that goes against what God says is law. And that's a transgressor. And the Bible said that way is hard. But if, if we if we if we look at things, uh, the way this world paints pictures anymore uh, of things, they they make a sinful life look so luxurious. They make a sinful life look so pleasurable. And 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 I know I've thought and said a lot about our young people lately. Seems like for the past while I've just had such a burden for our for our youngins here at the church. And and I guess it's a fear in a lot of ways, Greg, because. I realize what they're getting ready to face. And I see how life's changed in, in my 51 years. And I just imagine what they're going to go through. And I know the deception of Satan. And I know that how he comes at us. And, and, and he, doesn't, he doesn't teach you that the way of a transgressor is hard. He teaches you that a sinful life is pleasurable. He teaches you uh, that living according to the ways of the world, you can enjoy more things than you'll ever enjoy down at church. But we know that Satan is a liar. And I, I guess that's where this scripture come upon our heart. He said there, he said to let, let not thine heart envy sinners. And, 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 and what, what a lot of times happens is, is, is we see the things of this world and the way that they're unfolding and the way that the devil presents them, Wayne, and, 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 and the worldly ways of things. He, he puts it out there like this is a, a wonderful life. And they, they paint these pictures of, 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 and you can read on through this about the, the wine members and the drinking and the drunkards and things in this chapter. But even just on that sense, he, they, they make it look like these beautiful women, these beautiful uh, uh, men is out here and they're just enjoying life to the fullest. The drinking and a partying and a, and a, and a fornicating and a doing all these things. 
And they paint that picture. And it looks like a lot of times our youngest is envying that life. They say, well, those people are having such a good time. And even a lot of us adults, I guess, is making, looking at those things and making some of the same decisions. And we start envying after that. And it's like, I have no fun in my life. I have no joy in my life. And until you truly get saved, until you've got the Lord down in your heart, you won't know what true joy is. But he tells us in that, he said to envy, to envy not, not to envy sinners. Let not thine heart envy sinners, but be thou in fear of the Lord all the day. And, and I've told you, and I can't get away from it. I, I, I've been teaching it in Sunday school over there about Lot. And, and, and you think about that, and you think about Lot's life. And, and, and there was a point in time in his life when he lost that fear of God that he should have had. And he turned from his walk with Abram. And he, and he went down there and he set up his family in a sinful place and in a, a dangerous place. And, and he started, they became part of that lifestyle. They became part of that place. And then when Lot finally got his heart to where it needed to be, uh, they looked at him as one that mocked. They wouldn't hear what he had to say. So that's one reason I guess my heart's been trying my best to talk to these youngins as much as I can about the decisions they're going to make if they get older because it will affect you down the road. And us as parents, we need to be uh, careful as parents and grandparents of how we live in front of them because it's going to affect our children and our grandchildren. And you can see how Lot's life brought him down there and how it said the way of a transgressor is hard. Lot started suffering some things in this life because of his decisions. He got to envy in the things of this world. He got to looking under the things of this world. And he thought how pleasurable, how fun those things must be. And the Bible teaches us that there is pleasure in those things. But it's only for a season. Uh, that's not the eternal things. That's not the thing uh, that will that will carry you on. That's not the things that will will help our children and our grandchildren as things come along. Uh, the, the, the things of God is where their hope is. The things of God is where the eternal uh, parts of this is. But the things of the world are temporary. Little pre- pleasure that they can only enjoy for just a little while. And then them things turns on and it sucks a very life out of them. And then there's no joy. There's no happiness. There's a hardship upon their life. That's the way of a transgressor. It's hard. A lawbreaker. It's hard. And you can watch it. And you can watch it tear lives all to pieces. Them beautiful girls and them beautiful boys and, 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 and that fun they're having, it turns into hardship. But the devil don't show the full picture. But I think the church ought to be a telling it. I think the Christians ought to be a preaching it from the Word of God. Preach what God said about it. He says through this chapter right here, He said, He said on down in this, He said on the 20th uh, verse there, he said, he said, be not among wine-bibbers, among riotous eaters of flesh, for the drunkard and the gluttonous shall, shall come to poverty, and drowsiness shall clothe a man with rags. <clears throat> Hearken unto thy father that begat thee, and despise not thy mother when she is old. Buy the truth and sell it not. Also wisdom and instruction and understanding. The father of, of the righteous shall greatly rejoice, and he that begetteth a wise child shall have joy of him. 
Thy father and thy mother shall be glad, and she that bear thee shall rejoice. If we'll keep these youngins, and we'll teach these youngins, and we'll train them, it says right on over in, just right over from that, and I mentioned it up there today at Jones Valley, but in the 22nd chapter it says, Train up a child, and the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Now I'm going to tell you, that there's, there's a lot more to training than what we make a lot of times, Greg. We think training sometimes we we account it to beating, and the Bible tells us not to spare the rod. I mean, your children need discipline. They need understanding. They need, they need a firm hand sometimes. But we, our training, Erlene, is not so much in the striking them, not so much in the grounding, in the discipline, and all those things, but Wayne, they're going to watch how we're walking in this life. They're going to watch how we're living, they're going to watch what we're doing. And they're going to follow that path more than they will what you tell them half the time. They'll be like mama. They'll be like daddy in what we're doing, not so much as what we're saying. That, that little saying, that do as I say, not as I do, that's a bunch of hogwash. It sure is. Because the young and I know growing up, I did more what my daddy did than what he said. We've got to train them. We've got to set an example. And he, and he told us in that, he said, The Father of righteousness shall greatly rejoice, and he that begetteth a wise child shall have joy of him. Thy father and thy mother shall be glad, and she that bear thee shall rejoice. My son, give thy heart, and let thine eyes observe my ways. And he said up there in the 19th verse, and I thought about those two verses together there, in, in the 26th and the 19th. He said, Hear thou... My son, and be wise, and guide thine heart in the way. And in that that, that verse of twenty six, he said, "My son, give me thine thine heart, and let thine eyes obtain my ways." The Lord has set a path for us to walk in. He set an example of His ways, His law. And when we transgress against those, we're asking for a hardship, David. We're asking, Dana, for a, for a time in our life to, to where that we, we, we're going we're gonna to get things in our life that we never wanted. The saying is they've got sin will take you farther than you ever wanted to go, keep you longer than you ever wanted to stay, and cost you more than you ever wanted to pay. That's the truth. That's the hardship of a transgressor. That's the hardship of a lawbreaker. And, 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 and it gets on down through this, and it said... I wanted to read this 29th verse. Who hath woe? Who hath sorrow? Who hath contentions? Who hath babbling? Who hath wounds without cause? Who hath redness of the eye, of eyes? They that tarry long at the wine, and they that go to seek mixed wine. Look not thou upon the wine when it is red. And when it giveth his color in the cup, when it moveth itself aright, at the last it biteth like a serpent and stingeth like an adder. Thine eyes shall behold strange women, and thine heart shall utter perverse things. Yea, thou shalt be as he that lieth down in the midst of the sea, or he that lieth upon the top of the mast. They have stricken me, shalt thou say, and I was not sick. They have beaten me, and I felt it not. 
When shall I awake? I will seek it again. You know what I hear so many times and, and why I'm getting on this tonight, I don't know, but it's where the Lord led me. Why I'm having to get on it, I don't know, but I want us to understand some things. There's some things in the days we live in, brother, that this world's a calling all right. They're telling our children it's all right to have a relation outside of wedlock. They're telling our children it's all right yeah. to, for two men to be together. They're telling our children it's all right for two women to be together. They're telling our children it's all right to have you a beer every now and then. They're telling them all these lies. They're telling our children you don't need church all this time. You don't need to follow all these instructions. The world's trying to turn our children away from the law of God. And it's time that the church stands up and starts standing for the things that God says is right. And in these things right here, He teaches us. He said, who hath all these woes? Who has all these woes? He said, "He said they that tarry long at the wine, they that go to, to seek mixed wine, they look not upon the wine, uh, look not thou upon the wine, when it is red and it giveth his color in the cup, and when it moveth itself aright. There's a whole lot of people you'll hear it all the time. Jesus drunk wine. How many times you've had somebody that's trying to justify their drinking habit, their abuse of something? Jesus drunk wine. Jesus turned the water into wine. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you what, they different stages of wine. And he tells us right here in the Word of God that when it is, is red and when it starts to move, in other words, when it's fermenting, right. when it's getting itself into a, 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 a state of an alcohol, then that, you don't touch that. You stay away from that. Yeah. Everybody wants to say, oh, you can have your beer every night. I just like to have one when I get in in the evenings. Helps me relax. I'm going to tell you what the Word of God said to stay away from it. We ought to be teaching these youngins to stay away from it. Preacher, why are you talking about this? Because nobody ever does no more. And the Lord laid it on my heart and I'm going to preach it. Our children are envying the things of this world because this world's making them look so enticing. Like it's so fun. Like that's where all the fun's at, ain't eh? I'm going to tell you what. They need to learn that the way of a transgressor's hard. You choose these lifestyles, you follow after this, and you're going to have a hardship on your life that may carry on with you the rest of your days. We've got to be careful, and we've got to teach these children all these different things. They're teaching them it's all right to lay down with one another. We need to be teaching them it's not. Amen. I know it don't get very popular sometimes, but it's honestly the truth. And it's not said near enough. I want our children, I want this young one right here to know right and wrong. And I don't want her getting deceived. I don't want none of these young ones getting deceived out here in this life. Because the Word of God says it's wrong. And He said there's woe in it. There's trouble that comes with these things. It's a hard life. And we've got example after example. I mentioned some of them this morning. I mentioned the prodigal son. And when he chose the ways of this world, he chose to go out and live riotous living. Look where he ended up. That's not the part that they showed you in the bus number commercials. That ain't the part they showed you when they're, when they're putting their filthy movies on TV. They don't show you some young girl ending up pregnant and two people unwed are trying to raise a child and going through all the hardships of them things. Those are things that they need to know. 
Jesus on the other way to have the scones. There's woe that comes with these lifestyles. There's a hard, hard lesson to be learned with these things. And there ain't nobody going to teach you if we don't. Train up a child in the way it should go. When it's old, it won't depart from it. Make some things, brother, and steal them me, they'll never get out. Even if I go against them, I know what's right. It's been taught and it's been lived in front of me. Our children today needs to see that live down in the house of God. They need to hear that praying that's taught at the house by parents. But there again, it's not getting told. And it's not getting said. I want them little young ones yours to grow up on that. I want them to know. I want my little grand to grow up and know what's right. I want them to know that it's a hard life when you start breaking God's laws. When you start going against what is the preacher you saying there ain't no forget I'm not telling you that them people can't be forgiven. And I'm not telling you that God can't save them, that God can't can't help them out, that they can't grow in the Lord at some point in their life, but they're going to have to repent for what they've done to get there. Why get your life to that point to where you've got to suffer? Those things when you can stop it before it ever happens. Don't you envy, youngins, the things of this world. Don't you envy. Don't let your heart envy this world. He tells us in another place, let not your heart or, 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 uh, to fret not for evildoers, because one of these days they're going to be cut down. That's all from Solomon, I believe. I'll think of the scripture here in a minute. Don't you fret because you think the world is having such a good time and you're getting left behind. Because you're not. Don't finish reading where I started. He said, To let not thine heart envy sinner, but be thou in fear of the Lord all the day long. Now listen. For surely there is an end, and thine expectation shall not be cut off. I'm thankful today there is going to be an end to this. Yeah. This old world makes it look like it's going to have pleasure without end. It makes it look like it's going to be fun and it's never going to run out. That everything's just going to be a, 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 just a wonderful time. There is going to be an end. Exactly right but I'm thankful to a child of God for the last part of that. It said, And thine expectation shall not be cut off. I'm thankful to the child of God. I've got an expectation. I've got something I'm looking forward to, Wayne. You've testified of it all day that I've been around you today. One of these days, I'm going home. Yeah. And my expectation's going to come to pass. Yeah. One of these days, I'm going to get to go to be with my Lord. Yeah. One of these days, I'm going to lay all these things down. But if I choose this world and if I chose this world and if our children choose this world over God and they choose to walk the way of a transgressor and a lawbreaker, they're going to live a hard life. And then they may some of them never get saved and they're going to lift their eyes in hell. And their expectation is not near what ours is. The devil paints them a lie. You listen to this up here in the beginning of that. In the fifth verse. 
He said, Wilt thou set thine eyes upon that which is not? For riches certainly make themselves wings. They fly away as an eagle toward heaven. You're going to set your expectations on. said, Will thou set thine eyes upon that which is not? That's the lies of the devil. He'll show you something that's not. And he'll make it look like that it is. He's a deceiver. See, Dean, he's a liar. The Bible said when he comes to Adam and Eve over there that he's more subtle than any other creature. Oh, he's crafty. He's a liar and he knows how to do it. He can make you believe anything. But there ain't nothing to what he promises. But what my God promises, future well, ain't nothing's impossible. All things are possible. When he promises, he'll hold up to his promises and you can expect something. Your expectations won't come to naught. We can have joy in that. I want these children to know it and I want the adults to know it. There's woe. There's trouble. There's hardship in going against God's laws. It's not mean preaching. It's not mean instruction. He wants us to be wise. He told us, he told us sir. In the 10th verse, he said, Remove not the old landmark and enter not into the fields of the fatherless. He told us not to remove the landmarks. There's some boundaries and there's some things that got not landmarks, but landmarked. There's a boundary that's been set up by Jesus Christ. There's a limit to the things that God will allow in your life. And if we cross over those and we remove those boundaries and we try to expand that, and what's the world done today? Surely it's expanded the boundaries of God's love and God's will. God is love and this world has got Him accepting everything under the sun. The very things that His Bible preaches against. The world's trying to tell you that God will accept that. What are they doing? They're moving, trying to move the landmark. They're trying to move the boundaries out. They're trying to make God more accepted than He really is. I mean, how much more do we want from Him? He loved us enough when we ought to be in hell that He gave His only begotten Son that we may have a way to stay out of that place. And we still, we want to live our life in our flesh the way we want to live it. And we want to still be able to enjoy knowing that we've got heaven awaiting on us. Can't serve two gods. You'll love one and hate the other. You want me to tell you where a lot of our people's at anymore? They're loving the world and they're hating God. Say, preacher, that's that's awful mean. That's awful. It's the truth. You'll see them more out there doing the things of the world. Maybe not drinking. Maybe not doing a lot of things, but they're laying out of church. They're running with everything else in the world. And you never see them at the house of God. You never see it here of them reading their Bibles. Never see them praying. No, I'm not nobody's judge. But he did give us the ability to try the spirits. He said to try the spirits and see if they be of God. That's what my desire is. I ain't want to see him go to hell. I ain't want to see uh, people that's in a backslid condition suffer. 
I don't want to see them go through a hard time. But I want them to come to the standards that God has set up for them. I want them to live a life that's pleasing unto God so that they can train their children. And if they are children, they can come on in, in that walk and they can train those. And the generations to come will still have something established and stable that they can lean on down through time. I'd say it might be a little different tonight. I told you that's the scripture that the Lord laid on the heart. I didn't know which way to go this season and it just kept coming back to this. Be not among wine-bibbers, among riotous eaters of flesh, for the drunkard and the glutton shall come to poverty, and drowsiness shall clothe a man with rags. That's the picture the devil won't show them. That's the reality that the devil won't let them see. Remember this morning we was preaching on the darkness and the light. That's what we're supposed to be, a light in this world. It shines out into that darkness. I like the example that Mark used was talking after church. He said it's like trying to clean your house in the dark. You ain't going to get much cleaning done. But when you turn the light on, you can see where the filth and the trash is to get it up, can't you? That's what the world needs, and that's what they're trying to do away with is the preached Word of God in its truth and in its power. They're painting everything in just a love-all type of way. And I'm telling you, God is love. God did love. God does love. He loved so much that He gave the most precious thing to Him that me and you could live. That me and you could go to heaven. He gave that much. And all we've got to do is believe and accept it in our lives. That's what the Lord gives me. Maybe, maybe short, maybe straight, but it's what the Lord laid on our heart tonight.